This is Help Wanted, the show that tackles all the big work questions you cannot ask anyone else. I'm Jason Pfeiffer, Editor-in-Chief of Entrepreneur Magazine. And I'm New York Times bestselling author and money expert, Nicole Lappin. The helpline is open. You have a problem. (laughs) I don't know what that problem is, but I bet you do. I mean, let's think about it. Something you're doing isn't working. Something seems broken. You're frustrated with something and you have no idea how to fix it. You got something in mind? I'm sure you do. In times like these, I like to step back and ask a question. What problem do I actually have? Because here's the thing. When we can't find a solution, it is often because we're trying to solve the wrong problem. So today on Help Wanted, I want to help you find the problem that you actually have by distilling it down to one simple word. And then, once we do that, we can find a solution that actually works. Okay, let's start with an example. I know. That sounded a little abstract. So, a young professional recently came to me with a problem. He works at an advertising agency, and his ideas are always getting shot down. And he's frustrated and demoralized and can't figure out what's wrong. So he came to me and he said, should I just start executing my ideas without asking permission? (laughs) Now, uh, this would be an act of desperation. But he sees no other choice. He believes in his ideas, and nobody is giving him a chance. So maybe he just spends some time and money and proves himself that way? To which I said, "Uh, hold up there. The problem is, this young professional does not actually know what problem he has. And if he doesn't know what problem he has, he cannot find the right solution. And that is the most common problem of all. So, we need to find your problem. Your real problem. Have you ever gone to a physical therapist? I know this sounds like a non sequitur, but it's not. This is related. Have you ever gone to a physical therapist? It is fascinating. You go in complaining about your shoulder, and after a little while, the PT says, oh, uh, the problem is actually your lower back, which is forcing you to stand this way, and then you're compensating with your neck, which is being felt in your shoulder. So what you need to do is fix the lower back, and your shoulder pain goes away, or whatever, something like that. I'm not a physical therapist. The point is, our work and life problems function similarly. Problems feel big and abstract, and they radiate outward. We spend a lot of time trying to solve for the symptom of a problem, rather than locating the actual problem itself. So, how can we actually find the source? You need a one-word problem said it at the beginning. We're going to distill your problem down to one word, and here it is. How are we going to do that? Well, consider this. What if your problem, this big problem that you're wrestling with, whatever it is, what if that problem is actually very small? Now, that's not to say it is simple or unimportant. It's just to say it's specific. The problem is this thing, not everything. And How do we find that? How do we find that specific thing? By focusing. Your goal should be to distill your problem down to a simple, single word. So small that it can fit inside a Mad Lib-style sentence. Uh, Here's the sentence. Ready? It is, I don't have a blank problem. I actually have a blank problem. (laughs) Okay. And uh, how how do you do that? How do you fill that in? 
Well, let's go back to that young man at the advertising agency that I told you about. So nobody accepts his ideas, right? He's pitching ideas. Nobody's going for them, and he's really frustrated. So right now, he thinks that he has an acceptance problem. The problem is nobody is accepting his idea. But that's a big abstract problem, and it's hard to solve. But also, he's never tested whether or not it's true, whether that's his actual problem. It's just his perception. So it is time for a two-step process to actually identify the smaller problem that you have. You ready? Step one goes like this. You're going to create some hypotheses. So you've got this problem, and it feels big and abstract. And now I want you to break it apart into every possible realistic, untested version of this problem. Now, what does that mean? All right, well, uh, let's, again, use the advertising guy. So the advertising guy is thinking that he's got an acceptance problem. People don't accept his ideas. But what if that's not the case? What if instead of having an acceptance problem, he actually has an idea problem, which is to say he thinks his ideas are good, but they're bad? What if he has a seniority problem, which is to say, his team just doesn't value junior people's ideas. Or what if he has a vibe problem, which is to say he's part of a team that just doesn't value his type of ideas. Or what if he has a communication problem, which is to say his ideas are good, but he's bad at communicating them. Or what if he has a collaboration problem, which is to say he's going it alone while his colleagues collaborate to get more buy-in from the team. So there are a whole bunch of possible problems, right? These are simple, more focused versions of the same problem. They're, they're, they're problems with a kind of explanation built into them. And so he, I told him, I told him, write all these down. Like I just rattled them off to him, write them down. For you, I want you to do the same thing. Like think about your problem. Now try to redefine it in different ways. It doesn't matter if you know which one is right or not, right? You're just going to list them all out. And next, step two is start running some experiments with them. Run tests to see which problem you actually have. Because each one-word problem, like the ones that we just listed above, come with their own solution. Some are easy to test. For example, with the advertising guy, the seniority problem is easily testable. He can think back. Are there other junior members of the team that are being rejected or are their ideas getting through? The answer to that will tell you if the seniority problem is correct or not. But many of these will require actual effort. Like you're going to have to run some experiments. The communication problem is a big one, for example. So let's say that his ideas are great, but they're also complicated. So when he describes them in meetings, nobody understands him. Maybe that's the communication problem. So what can he do instead? Can he make sketches, quick mock-ups? He should test this out. See if this is indeed the problem. Now, perhaps this sounds exhausting, but really it should sound liberating because before this advertising guy only saw the symptom of a problem and he had one high risk solution in mind, which was to spend time and money executing ideas without permission and probably pissing off his boss. But now he has a lot of potential solutions because he's got a lot of different ways of looking at the problem. And one day he can finally fill in that Mad Libs. Remember the Mad Libs sentence? So the Mad Libs sentence I said was, I don't have a blank problem. I actually have a blank problem. So for him, maybe it is, 
I don't have an acceptance problem. I actually have a communication problem. Along the way, of course, he and you should also ask others for input. He could approach his boss and say, hey, I'm having trouble getting my ideas through, and I came up with a couple potential solutions. What do you think about these? That'll start a helpful conversation, I assure you. Now, let's apply this thinking everywhere. Are you in a struggling relationship? Well, you can step back and ask, do I have a relationship problem or a, I don't know, now what is it? A communication problem, lifestyle problem, jealousy problem, something else? Maybe there's something specific to solve for without having to blow up the entire relationship. Are you unhappy at work? You can step back and ask, do I have a job problem or a, now what is it? Manager problem, responsibilities problem, and so on. I remember once interviewing Jason Robbins, the founder of DraftKings, about an existential problem that his company faced. Multiple states at the time were threatening to change their gambling laws, which would have put DraftKings out of business. This seemed like an existential problem, right? I mean, how do you solve for that? But he stepped back and basically asked, what problem do I actually have? What he told me was this. He said, it's really no different than figuring out how to build a product that people want. It was this is the problem we've got to solve. And all of a sudden, you know what you're doing. In DraftKings' case, Robbins realized that he had a relationships problem. DraftKings had no relationship with lawmakers, which meant that they had no open dialogue or opportunity to create common ground. So they invested in lobbyists, started meeting with local officials, and ultimately helped craft laws that made lawmakers happy but kept DraftKings in business. I don't know if you can hear, by the way. I'm just going to take a step because step out of this because possibly uh, a thing that I have right now is... Um, well, what I have is a screaming four-year-old problem in the background. I don't know if you can hear it, but um, I'm recording this episode. Another thing that I have is I have a time constraint problem, so I got to do it right now, and my kid's kind of freaking out, and my wife is trying to take care of him, and I <laughs> this is, oh, we all have problems, right? Look, here's the thing. Your problems are real. They are hard. They drain your time and energy, but they are not everything, and they are not everywhere. They are contained, identifiable, solvable. But you will not get there until you can name them, until you know what you're dealing with, until you can boil your problem down to a single word, something you can hold in your hand, something you can look at and say, I see it and I can fix it. And this episode, by the way, was adapted from my newsletter, which is called One Thing Better. I write it each week. It's a companion newsletter to the Help Wanted podcast. Each week, one way to improve your work so that you can build a career or company you love. You can find it at onethingbetter.email. Again, that is a actual web address, onethingbetter.email. And now I am going to go help my wife with our four-year-old problem. Help Wanted is a production of Money News Network. Help Wanted is hosted by me, Jason Pfeiffer. And me, Nicole Lappin. Our executive producer is Morgan Lavoie. If you want some help, email our helpline at helpwanted at moneynewsnetwork.com for the chance to have some of your questions answered on the show. And follow us on Instagram at Money News and TikTok at Money News Network for exclusive content and to see our beautiful faces. Maybe a little dance? Oh, I didn't sign up for that. All right. Well, talk to you soon.